from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, Ipswich Chamber of Commerce President Philip Bell recaps the Ipswich Business Excellence Awards, reviews 2022 and looks ahead to 2023, including business confidence. The impact of rising interest rates, population growth, computer hacking and business as usual with COVID. Also on the show, Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce held its annual Marquee Business Awards at a gala dinner last month. It's Saturday, November 12, 2022, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Philip Bell, thank you for speaking with Ipswich today. Oh, great to talk to you as always, Alan. On Saturday, November 5, the Chamber held its annual Ipswich Business Excellence Awards for the first time at a new venue. How did the Showgrounds Event Centre stack up? Oh, Showgrounds is an absolutely outstanding venue, Alan. Not least, uh, it's proof, I guess, you know, in our recipe, we've outgrown almost every venue within the region, which is, you know, a, a superb achievement. But what the uh, showgrounds offers for us is just just a terrific venue where we can dress it up, fit everyone in and have a great time. And which businesses and individuals were the main category winners? Oh, so there was, as you know, um, 10 categories in all, Alan, but um, uh, Tivoli Social Enterprises uh, Limited uh, took away Education, Skilling and Training Award. Queensland Pioneer Steam Railway won the Tourism Business Event of the Year Award. TA Aerospace Award uh, for Community Involvement was won by Wounded Heroes. Turf Club Customer Service was won by, uh, sorted by Cath, and that was great to see, you know, um, a sole trader who's really kicking goals there. It was a very popular award. The TAFE Queensland Young Business Person of the Year Award was again very popular and well-deserved by uh, Corey Chalk from Uncommon Electricians, a bright young uh, future for business in our region. River 949 Business Person of the Year was won by Natalia uh, Honorichuk from CSI Club Services Ipswich. Uh, Natalia's done a terrific job at the club there and um, is well known and respected for her expertise. Ipswich City Council Small Business of the Year was won by, of course, Zimbabwe's Craft Distillery, which was very popular, great great uh, achievement by them. They've been winning awards all over the world, Alan, so it was great for them to take home the local one. The RPQ Group Business of the Year Award was won by City Country Food Service. Again, a relatively new face at these business awards, but very popular and a convincing winner in that category. Westmorton Health, Health and Wellness Practice of the Year was won by Orion Family Physiotherapy, and they're another business going gangbusters who've who've won a couple of awards awards in their region and um, are working really hard and succeeding. The penultimate award, the CSI Food and Agribusiness Award, was won by Brothers Leagues Club Ipswich, which was fantastic and, again, very popular. And, of course, I was very pleased and proud to uh, present the President's Award to River 949. Uh, Well-deserved and uh, and well-celebrated on the night as well. Well, as a former place of employment, I have to agree with you there, Philip. Uh, <laughs> an outstanding and deserving winner in River 949. Congratulations. Congratulations and they love to them. To celebrate. Yes, Correct. they do. They do indeed. Early next year, it'll be three years, incredibly, since COVID and all the disruption that it brought to us. How is overall business confidence leading into Christmas? 
Yeah, I, th- I think the word is cautious, Alan. Um, so while while COVID has many faces, and the, and we're now seeing, um, you know, coincidentally this this uh, success these successive waves of disruption now moving into an amber alert, um, and businesses, I think, well prepared. Um, it's fair to say I think we're suffering a little bit of disruption fatigue within our region, but right across the nation. Alan, around these sorts of disruptions. Um, Ipswich, as always, defies the odds. Very resilient, very well prepared for these sorts of um, disruptions. And I think while the word is is caution leading into Christmas, we've got some, you know, some great metrics to boast in our region. Our, our unemployment is down. Certainly con- consumer confidence is remaining relatively buoyant. The only note of caution, of course, is um, interest rates and the cost of living, which uh, which are challenging at the moment. Since we last spoke, Phil, there's been several interest rate rises. Locally, do you have a feel or any data on consumer sentiment focusing in on Ipswich? Oh, I think interest rate rises, Alan, is just is is um, you know obviously they're they're a key cost to households. You know, when our mortgage rates rise, we do a little bit of necessary uh, reflection and sometimes belt tightening. But I think it's it's when it's combined with some of those other cost of living increases. You know, the cost of petrol and diesel and fuel, you know, gas, um, electricity, you know, energy energy costs are rising, um, food and transport. So, yeah, look, I think, as I indicated, that's the greatest of our challenges leading into Christmas and leading into next year. And, you know, we've all got a role to play in terms of um, shopping around, being a bit circumspect with our spending. Uh, a little bit cautious and understanding that those costs um, probably haven't haven't finished rising. Still looking back on 2022, the population in Ipswich shows no sign of slowing up anytime soon. In fact, Ipswich City Council has released information they approved 1,033 housing lots in the last quarter. Council claims to be doing its bit to ease the housing crisis, up a massive 1,000% during that September quarter. Now, that's probably more coincidence than good planning, but still a very strong increase Regardless, do you think interest rates hikes will slow this growth? I don't. I don't think they will in this region, Alan. I think, um, as I've heard our uh, esteemed mayor say before, the rising tide floats all boats, and and we we are sitting in a region which um, at the moment have one of the greatest assets that I think is the envy of a lot of regions uh, in our circumstances, and that's space. I, I, I would agree. Council's done a, a great deal of work in terms of opening up some of that space for construction and development. But I'd also suggest that there's more to do. So the more of that property that comes online, uh, the better for our region. And uh, we are seeing business and and families and jobs, uh, decisions made uh, based almost entirely around return on investment. And this is a region that is absolutely returning by comparison to, uh, to many other areas, not only in Queensland, but across the country. So on a pure return on investment basis, you can see those lots opening up. You can see construction ramping up and continuing to motor through 2023, Alan. Turning our attention to the share market, there's been rejoicing on Wall Street to end the week with a lower than expected US inflation number. It's only down a little bit of what they expected, just under 8%, I think it is. Uh, It seems to go up and down and the sentiment seems to have wild swings, particularly on Wall Street. What should we really be looking at in terms of what's happening in Australia? I think it's fair to say that some of those uh, celebrations in the United States might be premature. And you're quite right, Alan, that that is a very variable interest uh, rate 
uh, environment that they live in in the United States. Thankfully, uh, while ours is, is not uh, what you might consider to be constrained and no cause for celebration yet, our costs continue to creep up and inflation will continue to rise. This is not the end of the pain around our costs that we're likely to suffer. Um, and, and I think that the, the next tool in the toolbox for most of our financial regulators is going to be about reminding people about that and just to be cautious and, and watch and understand that, uh, unfortunately, the pain's not finished yet. And I guess where possible, give yourself a good buffer for those rises. Absolutely. And, and I, think, I think that's where we benefit as well, Alan. We, we do live in a, in a relatively constrained investment market, relatively conservative by international standards. You know, we, don't, we haven't fallen victim to, I guess, some of the, um, the soft loans and concerning uh, low margin, low dock loans that um, obviously gave rise to the pain of the past. But as well as that, I think there's you know, very wise in investors in our region that have made uh, equally wise investments about where, they've, where they choose to live. As I said, the region's got a lot going for it and the return on investment is there if investors and owners can hang in there. The other big story in the news that just won't go away is the data hack story with Medibank and Optus. What are you hearing from small to medium businesses about being targeted and what additional measures should small businesses take? Yeah, look, um, this is really, really coming at a massive cost. And, and I think what we're also seeing is some of the some of the costs of the caution and secu- extra layers of security starting to flow through to, you know, our, our product, pro- product and service prices. So um, I, I did hear reports that uh, the, the scams and hacks had reached um, epidemic proportions, and and I don't I don't think that's unreasonable. I know even the most cautious people can be stung by some of the you know, more frequent scams and data hacks that are going on at the moment. And and equally, sometimes all you need to do is be a customer of of a business that is that doesn't have the necessary levels of security. So, my view on this, Alan, is that it's time for regulators to act and get serious. So, government has a role to play in my mind when markets fail. And my suggestion is uh, we are failing. Our cross-jurisdictional powers uh, are limited and the tools in the toolbox aren't there, I think, to send the necessary deterrent and punishment um, to those offenders in this space. And I think it's time for governments of every level to act. Would it be fair to say, Phil, that small to medium business owners should now be paying attention to this and, and looking at their own data systems and computer systems? Well, absolutely, they should, not only for the benefit uh, of themselves, but of their customers. So we, we should be acutely aware, Alan, that if, you know, if, our, if, if we as a business suffer a breach, our, our customers will absolutely, for good reason, lose confidence in our systems and our security. So uh, we're, one very minor breach uh, can compromise you know, the, the sustainability of your entire business. So it's very much time for caution very much time to look into your data, um, how much of it you need to keep and whether you can keep it securely and time, if necessary, to apologise for extra checks and extra layers of security just to keep your customers safe. Let's wrap it up by looking ahead to 2023. You've given a very good appraisal on what you think is happening in the housing market in the Ipswich region. Are there any dark clouds at all on the horizon? Well, again, Alan, and, and I hate I hate saying this because it's it's not a good answer to your question. But um, what we should be con- concerned about, I think, is what we don't know. Mm. So um, I think we're well aware of some of the shocks and impacts that might come our way in 2023 around. Uh, you know, what the next wave of COVID might look like, how extreme it might be. Um, again, you've raised great issues of concern around our data hacks and scams. But my greatest concern is what's over the horizon that we don't know about. So um, I, I think it's I think 
It's good for the festive season for business people to, if they can, pause and take stock of how they can insulate their business against the unknown shocks that might be coming our way. But at the same time, it's a great time to plan and plan for success, whether that's growth, whether that's more time out of the business, spending with your family. I just think it's a, it's a great time across this festive period to prepare. And, um, and that's what I'd be encouraging. Well, on that festive note, Philip Bell, thanks once again for speaking with Ipswich today. Always a pleasure, Alan. Thanks for the call. Meanwhile, Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce, under the expert guidance of President Neil Coopland and his committee, held its annual 2022 Marquee Business Awards Gala Dinner at the Ipswich Events and Entertainment Centre at Bundamba on October 29. Here's a rundown of the 2022 winners. Best Customer Service went to Loz Life. Trade Services, Hyundai Springfield. Members' Choice, Event Styling. Community Engagement went to Cafe Kalina by Lovebite Creations. The Environmental Award, Hyundai Springfield, Professional Services to VM Family Law, Business Person of the Year, Adam Atherton from Orion Family Physiotherapy, The Outstanding Small Business, Skin Sanctuary at Brookwater, President's Award went to Paul Ronis from Periscope Management Consultants, and the Greater Springfield Business of the Year, Orion Family Physiotherapy. From November 11, Queensland's traffic light system for COVID moved to amber. Masks are recommended in healthcare settings, indoors, if you can't socially distance and on public transport, if you're older or medically at risk, if you are around people who are vulnerable to COVID-19. And remember to stay at home if you're sick, maintain good hygiene and keep up to date with your vaccinations. And a reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. Or play Ipswich today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.